Tom, we are back and we are doing a little recap of uh, season one. I, I, I wanted to have a, I was just going to try and make a noise. I wanted them like fucking, yeah, like this is the after party. We've done it, Ad. We, we, it's a wrap on season one. It is. What a season it's been, man. So yeah, we, we're meeting up just to sort of go back over what we've, what we've done in the, the last. This is a little, months. a little celebration of our greatness. Yeah, and I think that's fair. We've done fucking loads. It's been good. I'm knackered. I'm knackered. It's been a miserable experience from start to finish. <laughs> that's not true. No, I'm fucking glad it's done. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true at all. You know it. So that 8-Bit Shit Show, we have... Man, we've done a lot. If you look back at the you know last... What has it been? Two, three, three months? Three months, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. So we, we're, we're, what we're basically doing now is we're, we're rounding out season one of that 8-Bit Shit Show. A show that we'll talk a little... We're, we're going to give you guys a bit of the background uh, to what the show was, how we came up with the idea, why we wanted to do it, uh, talk about the games we played, and we're going to give you the full lowdown of what's coming in Season 2, which will be back in six weeks' time. Exactly. So, like, you know... Ad, you... I'm going I'm to throw some questions at you for this one. Ah, interesting, yes. Switch it's it your up. show, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking over, all right? That's fine, Because yeah. I, I want to know. Now, this, this obviously idea you came joined happy hour gaming which was something that me and ken had set up a few weeks earlier um specifically to do this show and i kind of i pitched the uh a, a version of this to you which you've then taken and made your own thing what what why did you want to do it well for a start the idea and the concept of the whole happy hour gaming thing is absolutely brilliant to me it's something i've always wanted to get into is like just talking more about games playing more games but also this show in particular was looking at games that i'd never have gone and played again like some of the games that we've looked at in season one are games that i'd never have touched uh at all you know again it's, it's totally true like i, I dip back in i've got all my old games here and i'll put them on and play a little bit and you play a bit and you die and you're, yeah that was fine i'll try something else and this gives me, I'm really passionate about learning about the history of games. Mm. And this gives me that reason to kind of dive really back in and give these games the attention they need. And then by recording these episodes, we're documenting that. Well, that's the thing as well, is we're not just playing the games. We're going back and looking at the background to them, understanding how they were made, why they were made, you know, uh, what happened during the development that was a bit quirky, all that sort of stuff. So it's been, as well as fun, it's been really interesting. And the other thing, there's that great experience when you meet someone and they loved a game that you loved as a kid. You strike up that, that rapport with them. And, and by doing this, we invite people to jump in to the games the same time we're playing them, play along with us and kind of be part of the show and talk to us about them. And it's it's striking up that converse, conversation with you. Know, people I meet at work don't want to talk about fucking Faxanadu. <laughs> but to, to be able to put this out there and then have people message us and be like, oh, I remember playing that game as a kid. I really liked that bit. I really you know, didn't like this bit. Or helping us, giving us tips to get past it. It's it's kind of a really nice interaction that we've, we've started to to have with people. And we want, I want more of that. Definitely, yeah. The community we've got at the moment is is great. and um... Tight, Tight-knit and small. Yeah, but that's fine, and I'm hoping that will grow further and we can get some, some new voices in to, to talk to us about their experiences playing these games. So I've, I've loved uh, 
I've loved doing this for season one, man. It's been good. So we've done the 13 episodes, Ad. We also did two pilot episodes, and we'll run <laughs> through these game by game. You don't mind me taking over your show for, for this bit. Nah, I just wanted to after. ask you your experience. This is the after party, Tom. Anything can happen. What, what did you learn? Because <laughs> this is, I, I, I was podcasting for some time. And this is your first time podcasting. Well, the, the two pilot episodes were your first time, and then we, we published from episode three onwards. Okay. So I've learned that you can't just wing it for a start. Like, you can't just turn up and spout a preparation is key. Yeah, well, exactly. But I didn't realize how much preparation was key. Because, um, you know, I, I turned up for the first few episodes. Like, yeah, I got this. It's fine. I can I can talk and, you know jab my way through an episode but it doesn't work like that at all and i you know i quickly found out i need to go away and do some uh, some work before okay. the show. give the listeners the rundown on what the process is each week for producing this show yeah so a lot of stuff goes into it right so we go away and before i mean we... from where, from how we pick the game even yeah if so... it's not one that's been suggested so we need to look at you know what console it's on you know what era it's from what type of game it is have we done this type of game recently you know, there's there's lots that goes into picking the right game for the next episode. And I um, think from my point of view as well, that, that mix is not just picking back-to-back bangers that we think are going to be the, the, the games that people are going to click on. We're not just doing Super Mario Bros. 3, Metal Gear Solid, Tomb Raider 1. We're not just hitting all those nostalgia beats. We're also doing, you know, games like Bill & Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure. <laughs> Moving on, we're going to be looking at, we've got Shaq Fu in Season 2. Exactly. So some games in there it's which giving that broad spectrum, but then also you can't be all random ass the the adventure of Bayo Billy can't and that kind of stuff can't be all that because you do need to hit those nostalgia notes with people. Exactly. And it's like putting together a good album. I was talking to you before, Tom, about this, about putting the, the stuff together that we want to look at. And it is like putting together a really good album. So you've got to have those really energetic high points, but you've also got to have those more mellow points where you sort of, you know, you chill out for a bit. So I think that we're trying to find the right mix with the stuff that we look at during the show, and that's been that's been a really uh, a cool thing to do is pick out these these wild and wonderful games in in amongst these absolute classics. So, so, yeah, so what else goes into the prep for the week? Yeah, so before but you know before we record, we record on a Wednesday night, and we also record the unplugged episode for the following week on a Wednesday night. Hmm. Yeah. So we will obviously we'll go and first of all just play the game for a little bit. Um, to get acquainted with it, understand what it is. And once we've done that, we will prepare a full Google document ready for the show. And that involves a lot of research. So you're looking at the background of the game, looking at the developers. Maybe there's an interesting twist that happened during the development. You want to go off and do a little side sort of uh, plot point on to look at. So there's there's lots of little things that, that go into the, the document. We also talk about the gameplay. We talk about the reception. All of these things go into that that prep. And it's... And, and typically, we try to beat the game. Now, we use save states because, frankly, you can't beat Faxando in a week. That's a game I come back yeah. to because that was a yeah. another one. The, the other thing is, I guess, Ad, is sometimes we pick, we pick out a long game and then we have to try and record a double episode the week before. So then we're, reorg- we're reorganizing the schedule to have, you know, two shorter games that we can, that we either, we're really familiar already with the history of or the history is very well documented. Yeah. Um, or something that you know we, we we can get through a couple in a week so that we can free up the space for those long games and sometimes that's hard to plan ahead with what's the thing is, is the prep yeah the prep can change sort of um 
week by week as well. So you might have a game, like you said, that's got a rich history. You might have one that doesn't have much in its background. So you talk more about the game itself. Um, and that's that's something that's dynamic as we go. Because, for example, if you look at Donkey Kong Country, um, this is a very well-documented game. The history of Rare is the interesting element there. But then if you look at Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure, JLN Publishing is the the interesting element of the, the history of that. But it doesn't have such a rich development history. If you look at you know, Robocop versus Terminator, the interest there is the origins of the story of Robocop versus Terminator or Frank Miller's involvements and how he took the fiction from the, the movies into what became the game. It's not necessarily so interesting how Virgin Games developed the game or came up with that. Yeah. No, precisely. So we, we have to learn a lot more around the subject to then decide which parts we want to talk about. Exactly, yeah. I, I agree with that. And I think another thing I've learned as well is like you listen to yourself back when you've you've done a show and you realise sometimes you've got these little nuances or quirks that you do week in, week out. And it's like, right, I need to cut that out of my, you know. Yeah, stop going, uh, or whatever. Yeah, so that's another thing. You just don't realise you're doing it as, as a, you know, in day-to-day speech. So it's like, it's quite interesting to tear yourself back and and cut those little things out so a lot of things to think about when you're doing this and then of course so on top of that we then record the show we then jump straight into an unplugged episode for the following week's show now although these are unplugged and it's normally our first time playing or it's at least our first time playing for a long long time We've experimented with different ways of do we prepare a document for that with some key bullet points we want to talk about? Do we know our memories? Do we give ourselves some prompts? We've tried it with absolutely no prompts at all. We've tried it with just using a Wikipedia page because we don't want this to be the start of the deep dive into it. We just want to have some discussion topics. So that's still very much a work in progress. But then on top of all of this ad, what else have we done with the site? We've built, we've learned to figure out how to get a game and two of us on camera and build all the the assets we need for that the surrounds and the video intros we've learned to record fucking podcasts yeah yeah i mean i had some experience in that but i was doing it in a very different less streamlined way before well and we're doing this every week as well as then keeping up to date with the news for the happy hour gaming podcast playing the games we want to play to talk about because you know we do this because we love gaming so i still want to play you know the last of us two we wanted to play that and i just think what 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 are we changing going forward how, why are we breaking this into seasons what and how is it going to improve what we're doing well i think first and foremost we can plan better as to what we're actually going to cover for the month um like you said we've written the album yeah so we know exactly thing. what order things are going to come in so that helps massively we know what we're going to play we know when we're going to be looking to record it. So if you've got a longer game, you can look to spend a, a couple of weeks here. Or if you've got a shorter game, you might okay, take a couple of days on it. We can also prep the documents in advance as well. Um, so that's going to be, you know, that's going to be huge because getting the document done, getting the playtime in, getting the unplugged show done all in a week. We've, I think I've learned that that's, that's a lot to sort of cram in. So It doesn't give you the time you need to experience the game. You're rushing through it quite often. Yeah, exactly. So I think Whereas if the document's done and we, we get to a Friday and we say, right, all we've got to do now is till next Wednesday, or so from a Thursday till next Wednesday, we play this game and enjoy it. Yeah, man. And that's gonna that's gonna up our enjoyment levels as well, I think. So it's gonna up our enjoyment levels. It's gonna mean we're playing the game in a more natural state. 
Yeah, and hopefully that will lead to to better content. Well, it will. It definitely will. It, it's absolutely, and this is why we're breaking it into seasons because we can bang these out week after week after week. We're going to get bored doing it. The content quality is going to go down, mm-hmm. and we don't want that. No. Precisely. So we're going to take six weeks off and come back with twelve fresh episodes. Which, yeah, we are going to be. Which we'll uh, go through. Talking about in a bit. Yeah, and I'm going to ha- hand back over to you. Let's have a recap of what we did this season, including the pilots. And I want you to tell me a little bit about... I'm going to ask you some questions as we go, because <laughs> I'm quite enjoying this. I'm stepping onto the other side of the, the desk you for are. this one, because this is very much your show. And I think it's become more your show as we've as we've gone through it. It was always intended that you were the host, but initially, you know, this you were you were new to the show and you've really, really stepped into it. And I just want to say that I think you've done a great job. Oh, well, thanks, man. Well, you've guided me into it. And that's, you know, because I've never done this before. And now I'm going to guide myself into you. <laughs> this is an after party after all. <laughs> well, how long does it take us to uh, make a really below par... An anal rape joke. Joke. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. It's good. Yeah. That's that's a record. That's we were a bit longer. serious there. We were. So... What was the first game we did, Ad? What was your experience playing this? And what was your experience? A, I did all the research for this, which was shocking. And how did you feel doing the podcast? Right. So the first game we did is called Pengo, right? Now, I'd never heard of Pengo. I uh, didn't know what it was. Sand is stupid as fuck. Uh, we did this via random select on our games list. We did. So Pengo is a move the blocks, Pac-Man-esque kind of game. I don't even know how to describe it. How would you describe that one? Like, it looks like it has a map like Bomberman. You play as a penguin that you walk around and you're killing the... Now, what are they called? Fuck, man, we did a document on this. We worked on it. The ice bees. Yeah, yeah. Snow bees. Snow, Snow bees. bees, yes. Fucking Pengo is great, actually. Like, I, I would have a few rounds on Pengo later. It's great. The arcade... Do you think we should, should... Should we do an unplugged Pengo at some point? Oh, I think we should, yeah, because it, it deserves it. I don't think it deserves to be released as a full episode. But no, but and, and this is what we learned about choosing games because we randomised that game, and it was like a twenty-minute episode, wasn't it? Yeah, precisely. And it, it it's just a, not that much to say about it. And it was a bit of a shit show. I mean, it lived up to the name massively because, yeah, the prep wasn't there, the content was all over the place. Um, but it's but of good. course, Pengo does have the greatest soundtrack of all video games. <laughs> Exactly. Man, for hours. Yeah. So the I played a fucking ton of that game that week, like a ton. Yeah. And I got that arcade joystick out and everything. It was rad. It's a good game, I think. Yeah, definitely deserves some unplugged time on that. So we bungled our way through that episode uh, and moved on to what I think was probably too big a task to move on to next, and that was Super Spy Hunter. We covered um, Spy Hunter and Super Spy Hunter, didn't we? We covered, yeah, both iterations. And actually, there were several others that we could have looked at as well. So I think it turned into a little bit of a mess um, in the fact that we... we On one hand, I'd like to release these games, these shows. We still, I still have them. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe down the line. Maybe, maybe. down the line. But, uh, I mean, that was another learning curve as well, because there was there's multiple things to look at. I got a little bit confused as to what we were talking about halfway through the episode. <laughs> it was that whole, that prep side. I think you were you were recording on a potato as well. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So that has vastly, hopefully vastly improved uh, since. You let us know. Um, 
so those were the two pilots and super spy hunter just to give people because we haven't released the episode what did you think of it i fucking love it but it's such a difficult game it's beautiful beautiful top-down racer it's not a racer you're it's like a james bond game isn't it so you, yeah you basically play as uh james bond's spy car and uh your, your car has loads of weapons that you can fire off at these other vehicles helicopters all that sort of stuff you go on your, your cartons into a boat at certain sections it's it's fucking cool um but yeah the difficulty spike in the game is ridiculous like the bosses are really hard the levels so themselves. fast for the nes as well yeah one of the late nes games yeah absolutely it's it's fast paced it's an absolute it is it's a blast to play for actually i'd like to go back and give that another go um maybe we just do a fresh episode on it like maybe season three or something we work work those games here not pengo maybe but pengo we could look at like a like a wrap-up of that type of arcade game or something like that i don't know or game that maybe it inspired or was inspired by like yeah there's there's all sorts of stuff you can do to mention these these great games yeah i think it'd be worth maybe revisiting revisiting a bit further down the line um it's part of our heritage now hell yes so once we decided that those two episodes were not particularly up to scratch uh well i think we had recorded three or four and then we decided to shelve the first two didn't we, oh, we got through the, yeah we did yeah, yeah that's right that's right see it feels like a long time ago now tom we're just about to get on to um altered beast and i've just had a notification that we have a comment on our altered beast let's play oh, video fucking hell yeah so the next episode was altered beast what's the comment <laughs> the comment is from our buddy lee bennett who is quoting me who says I nearly got fucked there by a big purple bellend. <laughs> uh, and that's the sort of thing you can expect from the 8-Bit Shit Show. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so well, you know, I, I, I can't argue with that. It was a fun episode to do because the game... Lee, Lee, Lee Bennett's a good guy. Yeah, shout out to Lee shout, Bennett. Yeah. Shout out to Bennett. Yeah, definitely. What a nice dude. Yeah, top guy, top guy. We've known him since okay. uh, since sixth form, so you know. yeah, he was always like one of those perpetually like decent people. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't really lapse into dickheadishness as much as some other people did. Me <laughs> mainly, but well, I wasn't going to say anything, but you know, Alter Beast was good. Uh, in terms of, I enjoyed looking back at it and realizing actually it wasn't quite as uh, as much of a masterpiece as I thought it was. Yeah, terrible, terrible game. Always has been. Uh, I even knew it was terrible as a kid. I was just kind of intrigued by the transformation to the beast kind of thing. That so. was what, yeah, that was it. I think, and there wasn't much else, you know, um, about at the time that I was playing. I think it was one of the only games I had at the time. So yeah, the the next one. So if I'm gonna pick, no, let's pick up. I'm gonna well, I've spoiled it now. This is my favorite game on the list. In, not in terms of like it's my favorite game, but this was the one that. When we were replaying these, I had the the most fun with. This was a great game. Faxanadu we're talking about here. Man. Or Fazanadu. Or Fazanadu if you want to... Yeah, whatever. Um, this is one of the strongest games on the list in terms of the fact that it's got so much going on in the game. Like It's, it's an RPG. Um, uh, slash platformer. Slash action game. But fundamentally... Yeah, because side calling action game with rpg elements you could say oh very modern um which all games try to be these days but i think the the character level leveling on this is really cool the you know the items that you carry and pick pick up and carry around are great so i just love the world building the oppressive sense of dread that drips off every fucking part of it oh that's that's some like a dank moist cavern of misery lovely prose there tom um 
<laughs> I was about to make a joke about your mum, but I didn't. <laughs> well, you just have. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I said I didn't. Mm. I think the damage is done. But <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Tell me more. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you've been round there with your single dongle. <laughs> it's gone into for your anyone just tuning in. For anyone just tuning in, my dingle dongle has not been anywhere near Ad's mum. Yeah, fucking right, it hasn't. <laughs> well, not with the uh, at least the trouser barrier. Oh. <laughs> oh, god! Right. So yeah, that that was an absolute joy to play through. Uh, Faxanadu really enjoyed that. Um, it's got a lot more to it than you think it has for you know NES game. Like, what were your highlights with that, Tom? Well, like I said, the the atmosphere is awesome. The music's awesome. Gameplay is pretty spot on. Level design's awesome. It's just an awesome game. Yeah, man, that was a good one to do. So we then let's chug through them. Yeah, we then moved on to three iterations of Disney's Aladdin. Talk about lessons learned. I'll never do three games in a week again. Fucking hell, no. That was a, a grind. We got through them all. We were like, oh, fuck, there's three different versions of this. Better beat them all and write the doc <laughs> and do three lots of research. Like, mm. So from now on, when there's multiple iterations of a game, we're likely to just pick one and stick to it. Yeah, we may mention the others, but I think we'll, we'll just pick one. And uh, Yeah, like we did with Doom. We didn't mention like the fucking... We mentioned the SNES port, but I'm not playing it. No, no, absolutely. You tried to. <laughs> I tried to. It was fucking awful. <laughs> playing it with a D-pad. We're, we're, we're talking about it. So when when we talk about Aladdin, we're talking about the Mega Drive Aladdin in future. When we talk about Doom, we're talking about Doom on PC. Exactly, yeah. Robocop versus Terminator, we're talking about the Mega Drive version. We're talking about the one that it's most remembered and most associated with. We will touch on others. I think the key thing about Aladdin is they're very different games. Yeah, they, they're all and like that. Different. That's the one instance where it may be worth doing multiple episodes in different seasons for a title like Aladdin Snares or Aladdin Mega Drive. I think if they've got enough differences about them, then yes. Well, I mean... This was borderline. Yeah. Aladdin on the Mega Drive and the SNES were very similar in, in the way that their levels were similar. You know, they've got the similar gambling sections, etc. But yeah, on the whole, man, Aladdin was fucking amazing to play through on all three platforms. Like... I think the, the Mega Drive is by, by far the winner, but uh, I think I, I enjoyed all three. They were really good in different ways. So, yeah, I'm glad we picked that one up. Um, next, we went on to Mega Man, the very first Mega Man. Now, I'd never played Mega Man before, and you suggested this one. And God, I've I told been... you it was hard. Well, you were fucking right. Yeah, like we, we've. You know, we've done the unplugged for this and gone back and looked at it. Um, I love the way I jumped into the unplugged. I beat the game, but I didn't beat the game. I beat the game with save states, and I used the glitch to beat the Yellow Devil. But when I said I beat the game, I beat all the robot masters in- individually. When I went back into the unplugged, I just couldn't even beat a single fucking level again. It's... And then I was talking and playing. You do need to focus on this game, but what an absolute beautiful like piece of platforming perfection. Once you get into the flow of it, you can really start to to make headway in this game. Um, until you get to, you know, Dr. Wily's level, which is impossible. Um, yeah, brilliant platformer, brilliant design, absolute joy to play once you get the hang of, you know, <laughs> the difficulty levels. Um, Super Mario Kart was next. Wow, that was a, an assault on the eyes. Jesus. Uh, I think going back and looking at the origins of Super Mario Kart was, was vital, I think, 
This is one of the ones where what we've got here, we've got a kind of a rule where when we start a game, when we pick a game out of a series, we do them in sequence. Well, yeah, certainly try to go back back, back to the very beginning. Because it's yeah. kind of hard. If we did Mega Man 2 and then we went back to Mega Man 1, we've probably covered the history of the Mega Man franchise in the Mega Man 2 episode. Mm. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to start with, although they might not be the games that we most fondly remember, like Super Mario Kart is certainly not that fondly remembered by me compared to Mario Kart 64 Double Dash on the Game Gear. Yeah. We're going to start at the beginning because then when we do the next one, we will pick up with a quick recap of what happened up to that game and then what happened between that game and the sequel. And I think it's going to give us a much better chronology and a much deeper look at the staged developments. And now some games might not, the sequels might not get a nod. Well, it depends, doesn't it? Yeah, they might, it might be utter garbage. Well, Aladdin will certainly be one of them. Yeah, no, there's no need. There's no need. You, you can't. There's literally thousands of games we can cover in this show. Yeah, you can't keep going back to sequels all the time, um, particularly if they're just not that good. Um, so yeah, Super Mario Kart we covered. It's it's pretty much actually the game as it is today, but you know, obviously a lot more basic. I think. Yeah, they the, nailed it first time, didn't they? The groundwork's there, and it's it's just yeah, it all works. It's all brilliant. It's just the graphical upgrades, really. Um, and then we come on to. Oh man, Bill and Ted. One of the worst fucking games I've ever played in my life. <laughs> yeah, Bill and Ted, excellent video game adventure. Fuck me, this was this was like scraping nails down a chalkboard is the way I'd describe it. It was horrendous to play. I, I don't think I've ever played a worse game actually. I never want to play this again. Yeah, well, we don't need to go into it. No, that's fine. <laughs> Next, Moonwalker part. ad. Moonwalker. Yeah. That's that's a game that. You played more than me as a kid. That's a very, very weird little side squad and action platformy game. Very strange. I mean, all of these, I guess we, we don't need to keep diving into all of them. I'd rather, I'm more interested to talk about season two's upcoming stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. need to go back and listen to all these. My, my impressions of Moonwalker was just the incredible weirdness of it being Michael Jackson chasing children. Like, I'm just never going to get over that. <laughs> That'll never not be funny in terms of how they managed it. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Right. Uh, so I'll just touch on what we actually looked at for the rest of the Series 1. So we covered Shovel Knight, absolutely brilliant modern take on a retro classics. And we're going to try and do a modern retro game in every season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then it was Bart versus Space Mutants, interesting little Simpsons game. That was uh, a suggested one by Haz. Shout out, Haz. Thank you very much. Hell yes. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> you've, you've actually written here Donkey Long Dong. <laughs> Which threw me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which are oh, beautiful game, absolutely beautiful. Plays amazingly. That episode's really gay. <laughs> really gay. <laughs> really. You okay there? <laughs> Gayest episode we've ever done. That episode. <laughs> oh man, that episode's really. <laughs> I like how childish we are. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's Tom really joking. great for. Oh, yeah, well, it was Donkey's Long Tongue. <laughs> I just choked on my Guinness. <laughs> uh, right. Slip of the tongue. That episode was really great to get a deep dive into the history of Rare as a developer. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was uh, yeah, very good. <laughs> Robocop vs. Terminator. Oh, man, absolute beast of a game. Uh, not much to say about that. Go and watch it. It's it's epic. Grand Theft Auto came next. 
you'll notice when that episode goes live, which we it goes live after we record this, that I've spliced that little soundbite into the intro. Oh, sexual. Uh, yeah, GTA, nothing needs to be said about GTA. We all know how, how great that series is. Yeah, but revisiting that was a special time. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, man, that's that's a highlight for me. Um, and then we end on an absolute banger, the classic PC Doom. Man, I have fond memories of playing this as a kid, but yeah, going back and revisiting, I mean, ah, oh, the brutality of the weapons and the way they you know destroy the enemies, absolutely amazing. So That, that shotgun. Ah, don't scroll down. I shall not. I'm going to shout out some words, and you're going to tell me the game you most associate with these words okay. on that list. Oh, okay. Best. Best game. Ooh, that's Shovel Knight. Worst. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Most surprising. Uh, I will say Faxanadu for me. Most fun. Uh, most fun. GTA. Hardest. Mega Man. Weirdest. <laughs> Moonwalker. <laughs> Sexiest. <laughs> what size that category? <laughs> Why not? Aladdin. It is the sexiest fucking game. Yeah, Best man. looking game. Oh well, I'm, I'm giving that to Aladdin as well. Which game you'll play again? Ooh, uh, Shovel Knight. And which game you'd most like to see a modern sequel or remake of? Ooh, interesting. I would. <laughs> personally like to see them uh oh that's tough actually i don't know uh for me personally i would love to see a new top down gta a top down gta okay yeah a modern top down gta or a proper sequel to shovel knight okay i think yeah i'm gonna go robocop versus terminator i think they should bring that back but make it absolutely oh. beast yeah. yeah 2d though oh 2d but like sort the controls out and Sort his jump out, but yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Right, season want... two. Yeah, let's talk about what we're going to be. Uh, what we're going to be. Well, doing. let's just caveat this. We picked twelve games that we've curated specifically to be in an order of what we think we can play. Get dedicate the correct amount of time to each game in the correct week. We've also mixed up, so we've got a good range of styles of games. We've got a modern game in there. We've got a sequel to something from season one. We've got some platforms. We've got some Mega Drive stuff. We've got some PS1 stuff. We've got some legacy stuff. We've got some things that spawned huge franchises. What we haven't got is audience requests. If we get them, we will make a decision to either replace a game, depending on what they choose, or to add an episode. Yeah, I think that's, you know, yeah, that's fine. Um, but some of the games in this list, Tom, I'm, I'm proper excited to go back and look at. So, Why don't we start from the top? Okay. Number one, we are going to look at... Oh, this is an absolute banger. Sonic the Hedgehog 1. What a way to start a series. Is there a better game? That's, that's it. We're going to go out at the gate. People are probably thinking they're going to do Mario first or they're going to do Sonic first. And frankly, we have to choose the better game. Oh, fighting talk. That's going to ruffle a few feathers. Go Let's on. be straight up. Sonic 1 is better than Mario 1. Mario 1's an 8-bit NES game from fucking 1985. Sonic 1's a 16-bit game from 1991. And it's better anyway. It's not. You're not apples to apples there, okay? No, no, no. You're right. It's, it is the better game. Um, but you take Mario 3. It's a far better game than Sonic 1. So, Yeah, you can't. it's hard to compare, isn't it? So, what's next? So, we're not, we're not bumboying Sonic at all. We are going to probably 
kick off the, one of the other seasons with Mario on. But we were just itching to play Sonic, basically. Damn straight. And I actually played it on Sunday, all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah, love it. It's Oh, man, it's so good. It, it holds up today. Anyway, we'll talk about that on the episode. But, um, yeah. What's next? What are we doing after that? So we're going to play the first. Now, this is new to us both. I think we're both going to find it necessarily isn't what we would choose, but it's an important game. It's something that one of our community members, Dave, would like us to dig into. It's something I want to know more about. This is the first Final Fantasy game on the NES. And we recently did a little playthrough of the first section, and boy, were we trolled. (laughs) Yes, we were. You found an interesting ROM for this game, didn't you? Which had yep, some... one that, that had some naughty, dirty words put into it. It did. You'll have to watch the to find out. fuck ass. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. It popped up out of nowhere as well. It was, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Very strange. That was, I, that was a, a, a laugh a minute, that episode. <laughs> Very good. So that'll be launching, like, early doors on, a, say, yeah, second unplugged from the new season. Oh, I've just never... This, this is one that, because now we're off for six weeks... This is what I'm going to be playing for a few weeks mm. because that's the other thing as well is by breaking this into seasons, we can start early in the season with a big, long game. Yeah. And I think that's going to help us. So, actually. you know, there's going to be, there's going to be a, a we, we're going to want to start with Legend of Zelda on one season. Okay. The first Zelda is not that long, but you know, as we go into these, we're going to now have the opportunity to put a long game in at early doors in a season. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to give us the opportunity to actually see enough of the game to be, you can't review a dragon quest with a week's playtime you're not being fair to the game you're not seeing it how it's supposed to be seen exactly yeah no quite so i've never been like really like up for playing final fantasy i played a few demos back down the line but i'm i mean the 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 gameplay those old school rpgs drives me fucking nuts i hate them yeah okay but the story but also i you know i have to give the concession to this is just not my kind of game play style and these eight-bit RPGs, just like I just don't like them. But what I do, I do like is the world and story of Final Fantasy games. Now I know all the stories are they're narratively linked only on a thin strand, mm. as it were. Mm. You know, there's narrative threads that run through, and they're separate stories. But everyone just keeps telling me how great the stories are. And from my experience with Final Fantasy VII recently, the story is fantastic, and people say that's not the best story in the series. So I, I want to play through and. There's a lot of games where the story's been good enough to drive me through average or worse gameplay. Yeah, I think the same. Yeah. Like The Last of Us Part 1. Oh, no, you're right. You are right. Game Gameplay-wise, it's not, like, amazing, is it? But... <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, that's a whole different show. It's... But um. But but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you get invested in a world, you're going to be okay with not having the best. Like, I've just played 20 hours of Death Stranding, and okay, I fucked it off eventually, but... Like the intrigue of the world is what kept going for twenty mm. hours. If it didn't have that, I would have given up after twenty minutes. Well, to an extent, I did it with Dragon Age. I, I don't think the gameplay is that good in that. But which like Dragon Age were you playing? Inquisition. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think the gameplay is very good at all. But uh, I, I like the gameplay in Dragon Age. But anyway, that's yeah, another show. So I'm I'm going to be keen to not have to power through that in a week or whatever, and and just actually give it the time and just see. I'm I'm going to play it on handheld and take it with me on holiday and nice. Bum around on the beach in Newquay and play it. Sounds fucking amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Next title is ah an absolute classic, Command and Conquer. And talking about not doing sequels first, I really wanted to do Red Alert because that's my game. 
but it means we can go through the story of these games in order. And isn't Command and Conquer just such a fucking oh, bitching game? Yeah, man. I, I love the original. I think Red Alert is better, obviously, but it's definitely right to go and look at. But by doing them in order, there's like a whole load of Command and Conquer games we can go through because they have like unnecessarily deep stories. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, and some of the acting in them is amazing. Do you remember on Red Alert when like Tim Curry was in it? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Fucking Pennywise the Clown. My God. And he's like, and he's just got got his ridiculous grin. I love that they had these FMV video sequences. Yeah, exactly. For King and Country. So And and the good thing is so we've just picked up gaming PCs. We are moving into the next console generation by not buying consoles. Thank you, Game Pass, for convincing us not to buy a PlayStation or an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, cheers for that. We're both getting Cheers, it. Xbox. You've done, done a good job. you ruined games consoles for me. <laughs> and it means that we're going to be able to pick up CNC Remastered and play that version. Now, I'm going to play. you can flick to like the original version in the game as well. So yeah, I'm going yeah. to play some of the original, but I'm, I want to play it in 4K and just... Fuck yes. Yeah, man, that's going to be amazing. Um, um, it means we can play. So this and Final Fantasy on this list here, there's one more, the second to last one, are the games that I want to spend the time with over the next six weeks whilst we're off. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's going to be some... Because then there's some shorter games on here that are kind of like we play through and we're done. Yeah, there's going to be some which are going to be a couple of nights at most. So Well, the next one on this list is going to be a, like an hour at most. Yeah, you don't need to see much of this, which is Pong. Um seminal game obviously in it, it has to be reviewed as part of this show just because of its importance in gaming history but yeah it, it's not going to be one we play for hours and hours and this is a part of curating this list isn't it yeah exactly we really we want to give that mix so that people who listen to this show over time learn the history of video games mm-hmm. and by extension we do as well it, well and that's kind of kind of the aim yeah, I've learned so much already. And that's why I always want to put in this thing, Ad, that we, we did in a couple of the shows last time that I always think would be really nice to do is when we talk about the release of a game or when it came out, is to put context of what else happened at the same time. Yeah, that's always really interesting. Actually. So we talked about that. The only year we really brought this up was the 1994 year, which was Donkey Kong Country. And we also talked about the fact that the PlayStation came out that year, that the Saturn was announced and launched. Like, No, Saturn was announced and launched a year after. But that kind of thing, just to set the scene, because over the time you listen to enough of this, you're going to really get that comprehensive backstory of gaming and what it was and what it has become. Precisely, yeah. It's it's fascinating to see how far things have come from the origins that we're looking at. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's great. I'm learning so much doing this, man, honestly. Um, next on the list uh, is a game from my childhood that I adore. and And I don't. You do not. It's Alex Kidd in Miracle World, and I'm sorry, but it's a classic. No, no. Aha, so you closed. use classic, not masterpiece. Well, it's, I mean, it's not a masterpiece, but it's... it's Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we we're going to disagree on that game. So anyway, nostalgia weighs heavy on your soul there, it my does. friend. Next up, a game I have not much experience with. Metroid. So I've never played this, but I have played the balls of Super Metroid. Okay, so yeah, original Metroid is what we're going for. So that'll be interesting. And I, again, I would love to jump into Super Metroid, but we don't just hit the bangers of a franchise. We're going to go back to the start. Exactly. <laughs> then after that, we're looking at one of the weirdest games ever, Shaq Fu. Like, oh, yes. How is this from? list? like, <laughs> Man, that cover art where you've got Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> doing like the raptor claw. <laughs> yeah. Where did they get this like, idea? 
It's mental. So this is this is our. I, I was saying we're going to do a weird game each month, but maybe we should do a game with an unnecessary celebrity each season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should. Like this is this is our unnecessary celebrity episode because you know what we said we we've got franchise starters, Metroid, Sonic mm. One, Final Fantasy. We've got Command and Conquer, which is like the equivalent of Doom. It started the RTS genre in like mainstream people's kind of eyes. We've got Pong. We've got the really historical game. We've got others we're going to mention coming up, a sequel. We've got a modern game. And here we've got the unnecessary celebrity endorsement game. <laughs> it's Shaq Fu in a Kung Fu game. Like, Shaquille, what are you doing there? Weird as fuck. Okay, this is a game you've lauded a lot and I am yet to play. So, fuck yes. This is our modern retro classic, uh, Resogun. We're going to play Resogun plus DLC for this. Sweet. Because it's not like Shovel Knight where the DLC wants its own episodes. Because mm-hmm. I think we should do an episode for Shovel Knight where it's the, the three DLCs or four DLCs as a separate thing. Yeah. This one is Resogun plus DLC. Resogun main game is the, the focus, but the DLC is always worth talking about. Cool. I'm down for that. Man, What's... I'm looking forward to seeing you pop up my, my high score table. I won't be on there. <laughs> I'll be I'll be way down. Uh Okay, so this is our sequel then. Uh, this I don't know how we're going to do the... Uh, sorry, I'm just thinking how we're going to do the fucking Unplugged for that. We've got to then figure out how to capture footage from a PS4 now. Yeah, well, we didn't do the... We can we can do it, we can do it, we can do it. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. This is this is the shit show. We, we we'll figure things out as we go. Yeah. So, uh, next up is our sequel, Mega Man 2. So, I have just bought the, uh, the Mega Man Legacy uh, packs for... Uh, yeah, I bought Legacy Collection One, Two, and Mega Man X Legacy Collection One and Two, so it's going to be we're good to go. We're, we're set up. We're purchased and ready to go. And then here's our Bill and Ted equivalent for this series: <sighs> Wayne's World. Unnecessary movie license game. Fuck me, that's going to be so bad. I, I'm just calling that out. I've never played it, but it's going to be shit. Um, and then here's the one you're looking forward to, Tom. Go on. I think we're both looking forward to this. We're going to be playing. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. What an absolute nostalgia trip. What a game. Oh, so good. Okay. And then just like talk about games that play to perfection. Oh, yeah. Tony Hawk. I mean, obviously, there was there was additions in the later series that that enhanced it, like the um, the manual, Mm -hmm. the invert, things like that, that allowed you to link up combos better. But talk about nailing it from turn one. This is the Super Mario Kart, which game nailed it first time. Oh, yeah. It's it's perfect in almost every way so that's going to be amazing to go back and look at uh and then finally we're going back to the very beginnings of one of the biggest and best series of all time we're going back and looking at metal gear and seeing where that yeah the original metal gear on nes which i'm going to play totally fucking illegally because i'd wanted to buy a copy recently it was 200 pound fuck that yeah so fuck you ebay fuck you metal gear fuck you all your people fuck you the fact i have no place to buy it legally (laughs) <laughs> so so I'm going to break laws I'm going to play it illegally the second that they release it somewhere on Switch and I can just fucking buy it I will yeah too right but not for, not for 200 quid we have one option and we will use it yeah so that is breaking our list breaking the law breaking the law <laughs> a total lack of respect for the law anyway um, <laughs> I don't know what that was sorry uh, season 2 is going to be that was um the prodigy it was, yeah. Do you know where I remember law. that from? I, I was, do you know, I was singing, I was singing Judas Priest breaking the law. I know you were. Yeah. There you go. See how good we are. We are fucking not epic. Do you know what I remember that uh, Prodigy song from? There's a video of you and your mates 
biking around a school in Shrewsbury when you were younger and someone shoots a firework out of his ass. Oh, fuck, I remember that. <laughs> Some I, I don't remember that. I don't know who it was, but and then someone goes, you fucking fruit loop. <laughs> so Where weird. can I find that video? Yeah, I've, I've always been making funny videos. I remember the firework in the ass, so I can't remember who did it. No, no idea. It's all in Shrewsbury anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's a weird place. So that we, we need to find some of these odd videos. Oh, this, yeah. There's some funny stuff out there that we've done in the past. L- not least our rap song that we should revisit at some point. That's that's going to be a Patreon exclusive when we find that. <laughs> I'll dig it out. I'm sure it's in my mum's attic. So, Ad, when season two finally comes around, where are you going to find the show? Indeed. So you are going to head over to happyhourgaming.net where you will find season two and all of our other content at the Happy Hour Gaming uh, brand. So... Yeah. Oh, a brand, man. Well, we are. Yeah, absolutely. You've done so much work in the background, man. We are a fully fledged. That was all back end Matt. Powerhouse. <laughs> back end <laughs> Matt's done the work. He's put the time in. He's put the work in his back end. Thanks, back end Matt. Okay. Yeah. So, guys, check us out over at happyhourgaming.net and you will find all of our content there. Thank you for supporting us throughout season one. And we will see you. Yeah, again. this has been it's been really, really good experience, really fun, and I'm stoked to come back. Refreshed and better prepared <laughs> for season two for some better content. And also remember, guys, you can get the premiere episode of season two, which will be Sonic the Hedgehog, early on patreon.com slash happy hour gaming. And hopefully add by that point we're gonna have a YouTube custom URL. Fingers crossed. You've got six weeks to do it, guys. We need twelve subscribers. Fucking come on. There's so much to ask you bunch of cunts <laughs> well that's 12 lost right what we're going to do now i'm just going to sign us off with some of our best bits from season one no 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 you say you're going to do it you're going to say that then i'm going to have to go and pick them all out and edit them together <laughs> yeah <laughs> correct another sleepless night for me thanks guys enjoy cheers guys Good evening, you This is that 8 bit shit show, and as we have revealed, there we are doing an episode on incestuous practices, kidnapping, and sodomy of a superior officer. Why, why was this um, why was this game controversial when it came out? <laughs> Couldn't tell after, you. After they finished with Lemmings? <laughs> Dick, you're fine. And Robocop's like, thank you. <laughs> but. <laughs> Fucking love it. So Donkey Kong is back with a new sidekick, Diddy Kong, in a crazy island adventure. A dark and dank cave. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking brilliant name. <laughs> Can I just ask if when you say other eccentricities, you meant noncing off kids? Yeah, but I was trying to put it a little bit better than that. Uh, so speaking of drinking, what are you drinking? Beer. <laughs> Straight to the point, I like it. Drink beer and masturbate and eat cheese strings? I was at work the other day. Did you have a crown and, and we a cape? Got a medal on no, there's a medal hanging on the wall from a competition we won. And, you know, I was feeling a bit glum, so I was just like, fuck it, I'm wearing this medal. <laughs> what the fuck? So I bought, I was looking for a shovel themed ale. <laughs> and, <laughs> so I, Jemima's pitchfork. Oh, nice! Fucking hell. Thought you were going to say I have an erection then. Better get the, uh, the fucking cheese strings out. <laughs> right, oh, we are. Pick my nose, pick my nose. Jesus Christ. It's a good job this isn't Christ a video combat. Barking alive. I want to be friends with the cat. Got to be Fine ball bag. No, this is basically Michael Jackson looking for kids, whilst other adults trying to stop. Tonight has been a tale of two beers. 
under a bridge. You actually happened sitting under a bridge? Yeah, we had a party. Yeah, I'm drinking a Williams Brothers Otis Blood Orange IPA tonight. That sounds fucking shit. I'm sick of these IPAs. You know, if a knight crosses a path on a road, we have to fight. You are naught but a decadent dandy. Been eating them wolf nipple chips? I got one for you from Ballman Sinetti. But what was interesting about his ad, the game director and principal designer is a man called Gary Kitchen, who is obviously famous for inventing the kitchen. <laughs> Gary Kitchen. <laughs> well, where are we going to cook all our stuff? I wish someone would just, you know, invent something. Invent a, r- a room <laughs> specifically for cooking. 100% I know that. The amount of stuff he did to me in school, man. <laughs> you were shitting donuts for a week. <laughs> Is that a direct quote? <laughs> I think that's what he says. <laughs> you know what? That one was so good, I reckon I'm going to play it again. <laughs>